Welcome to Betsy's, the world's first and only co-ed NFL gambling podcast. I'm your host, Devin Walker, handicapper, professional gambler, and if I do say so myself, I use professional gambler with quotation marks. Now, my co-host, Ashley, is one of the only females in the industry who may know more about football than I do, and I typically don't like to bring gender into this, but... There's a lot of people on TikTok talking shit like they know about football, and I can assure you that they don't. Ashley certainly does. Ashley, how are we doing? What's up, guys? Nice to meet everyone. Ashley Pren, football expert, NFL, NCAA. If there's a football involved, I'm all about it. Journey began on the sidelines, was always a cheerleader, stereotypical my whole life, but only reason I was on the sidelines was because I couldn't be out there on the field. Went to Florida State, go Knowles, Florida State alum. Attended during the Jameis Winston era, so you know that I was all about that championship. I uh, hail from Tampa Bay, got Jameis in the first round. Love my Bucks. got Tom Brady. Love that Super Bowl win, too. Went to the Tampa Bay Super Bowl at home, which was awesome. Um, yeah, just been a lifelong fan of football, and... Always watched it from the sidelines once I sort of, you know, moved on from cheerleading. Always on the couch watching football every Sunday, every Monday, every Thursday. And, yeah, it's it's a huge passion of mine. Um, and I'm happy to be here. You know what? That's really what it takes to, if you're going to really know what, what you're talking about with football, it's a, it's a multi-day a week commitment. And a lot of people don't understand that. We've actually got a segment for that, that we're going to break down um, for the people that want to act like they know about football, but just don't want to watch it. I believe the description I wrote about it is uh, for chicks that want to date bros, but don't want to watch football. Um, so we've got a segment for that. Stay tuned for that. Uh, but we are going to get right on into it here. Uh, here at Betsy's, we're going to be giving you all our juiciest bets, our inside scoops, uh, and so much more. We've got some fun segments for you guys to play around with. Things are going to be shifting. They're going to be morphing. We're going to do recap shows. We're also going to have you know our picks for the upcoming weeks. So make sure that you give us a follow, like, subscribe, do whatever it is that you need to do because me and Ashley are going to be right here for you at least one time a week for the entirety of this 2023 football season. And now, without further ado, the first episode, episode one, the pilot of Betsy's. The last days of summer. Football season is coming up, the best time of the year. Hope springs eternal for both teams, fans, and of course, for gamblers. And that's exactly why we're here, because me and Ashley want to help win you some money. But we also want to entertain you. So when you put those two things together, we're talking about Betsy's. It's Devin, it's Ashley, and we're about to fatten your pockets. Let's go! All right, so for my number 10 take, I don't think the Chiefs are going anywhere this season. While they are 
riddled with a couple of injuries, a couple of roster shifts. We know that Travis Kelsey has that hyperextended knee. I still think they're going to be a dominant force. I'm taking the Chiefs over on season wins. However, I do not think they're going to make it to a Super Bowl run this year. I also think that Travis Kelsey can hammer that in as Offensive Player of the Year as long as he stays healthy. Right now we're at plus 3,000. We love it. We love to hear it. I certainly hope that the Chiefs don't run it back because if they do, I'm in big trouble with one Wes Bergman. Kid's been hammering me with the Chiefs. But I want to take this uh, over to the NFC. Um, and I've got a 9-10 and 10 slot pick that's going to kind of play off each other, right? And that is Jalen Hurts for the MVP. Now you're thinking to yourself, okay, plus a thousand, decent odds for an MVP. But where I really get my juice going here is I go AJ Brown, most receiving yards at plus 2000 in my nine, right? I like to kind of bundle my picks. Now, if Jalen Hurts is going to be the MVP, he's got to throw the ball to somebody. And I understand that Smith is a weapon, but A.J. Brown's a man that demands a double team. And if you can't double team him because of the run threat option of Jalen Hurts, and he will run, you're going to have to leave him in single. He's too big. He's too strong. He's too fast. A.J. Brown, most receiving yards, plus 2,000. Jalen Hurts, MVP, plus 1,000. That's a piggyback bet, baby. Oink, oink. I like it. I'm hoping that A.J. Brown hits. I, I think we both have uh... – a. AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts on our fantasy team. So it'll be great. We certainly do. The double dagger, as they like to call it. Um, Let's get into your nine here, Ash. Uh, Who are you liking, or what are you liking, I should say, uh, kind of moving down this list? Number nine, I think it's going to be another strong year for Geno Smith. I know that the 49ers, yeah, yeah, hot take. I know the 49ers are looking good, but I still got PTSD from their epic meltdown in the QB room last year during the playoffs. I don't think Gino's going anywhere. I don't think DK Metcalf is going anywhere. And I don't think Pete Carroll is either. I think they're going to have a strong showing this year. I'm taking Gino as another set and forget for potential MVP at plus 3,000. And the Seahawks to be the NFC wild card at plus 210. Yeah, I love the I love the Seahawks in the playoffs. And the thing about that and the reason why I like it so much is because Pete Carroll has an absolute hammer. Let's be realistic. Guy has got an absolute cannon down there, and that helps whether you like it or not, right? So Geno Smith is going to kind of be getting some of that uh, BDE second hand, I think. Just it's in the air. It's in the atmosphere. Uh, so I like that pick a lot. Um, and I'm going to stay over there in the NFC as well, right? But I'm going to go to the NFC South because moving down my board of first and Pren, I'm going with the New Orleans Saints NFC South division winner at plus 140. This is a Saints team I watched all preseason. They've got two great kickers, right? They've got my man Derek Carr, although I've changed my fantasy name to Derek Carr Sucks several years in a row. Big Raiders <laughs> fan used to play for the Raiders. Hopefully that's not going to continue here. Michael Thomas looks healthy. They got my man Williams from Detroit, who was, uh, I believe, the lead leaguer in touchdowns last year from the running back position. Uh, and also a healthy uh, Kamara coming back off suspension. So I really like uh, New Orleans here. Also, they play one game against top 10 quarterbacks. One game. Okay. So if you're going to have kind of a, a top 15 guy in Derek Carr and you're going to play one game against top 10 quarterbacks, I like your odds. The NFC South sucks. Give me New Orleans plus 140. Who you got next, Ash? 
All right, hopping in with number eight, hot as take, but I think this is going to be the Bills' worst season in three years. I think that last season we saw an epic meltdown during the playoffs. I think that people internally, myself included, even not as a Bills fan, you want to root for the Bills. Josh Allen, good guy. Stephon Diggs, good guy. If your team is down and out, you want to see the Bills win if they're still in the running. And last year, it felt like the perfect storm for the Bills to finally make it to the Super Bowl. They've had a lot of adversity that they had to face. They just came off of that playoff game with the Chiefs. They got the overtime rules changed. And for lack of better term, they shit the bed. I'm not sure that they have what it takes to make it at all, honestly. So with that, I'm taking the Jets money line for the week one game. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a really strong showing in week one. I don't think the Bills have what it takes to take us to the Super Bowl this year, and I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. Jets home opener money line. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Jim oh, yeah, Carrey, I, I'm Jim Carrey in, in Dumb and Dumber right now. I like it a lot, okay? <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, that's – see, the thing is I can't I can't root against the Bills. I, I Yeah, I, you can't. You can't. You can't be, it's the table for me. You can't. They break that many tables in one tailgate, and I'm just like, okay, fine. You've got me. You're going off. The, you're going off a tailgate into a table. I'm in, boys. I'm in. Really I, I want. I want to see them do well, genuinely. But I just. I don't know. After last season, I don't know that they have what it takes. That's fair. Um, that's absolutely fair. Now I'm going to bundle a few of my next picks here uh, because they are all win total overs. Okay, they're win total overs. These, these are my three favorites. I think that I think the bookies missed the mark here. Um, so I'm going to start kind of again piggybacking off of my last pick, which is the NFC South division winner of the New Orleans Saints. They're over under for wins set at nine and a half. I'm not uh, going to sound like a broken record here, but I'll just reiterate one thing. They play one top 10 quarterback. Okay, they play one top 10 quarterback. There's 17 games. I think they go probably 11, 11 and 6. I still win the money. I still win the bet at 10 and 7. So I'm all over the Saints there. Um, now, this was absolute disrespect. We're going we're gonna to pop back over to the AFC. The Las Vegas Raiders are getting no love. The Las Vegas Raiders to win seven games at plus money is an absolute steal. Okay? I, just, just so everyone knows, Devontae Adams didn't go anywhere. Josh Jacobs didn't go anywhere, okay? Josh McDaniels didn't go anywhere. This team is solid. They will outperform expectations. Pound the Raiders over six and a half. And speaking of McDaniels, who did he learn everything from? Well, not everything, but some things. Yeah, I'm talking about the Patriots. It's the Patriots way, and it's the Patriots way over seven and a half wins at minus 116. I guarantee you that Mac Jones and these boys get the job done. The smartest thing Bill could have done was wave his two quarterbacks in Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham. Zappi, I love you. You're my boy. We do DM on Instagram. That's true. That's a fact. It's Zappi hour still. But we could not have the stadium chanting Zappi while Mac Jones walks out into the field. So the best thing to do is to eliminate the competition. Mac won the job. This is an absolute guarantee. The Patriots might win 10 games. Seven and a half is a joke. Minus 116 is a steal. Ashley, back to you. All right. I see where you're going with the Patriots. I got to ask, though, do you think Garoppolo is going to stay healthy? No. No, I don't. I don't. But I don't think that it matters. 
I don't think that it matters, honestly. It's like he's Garoppolo is going to win probably four or five games on his own before he gets hurt, right? And then you just got to get a couple trash games down the stretch when some teams aren't even engaged. So uh, I, I really like the Raiders bet and the Pats bet. And I honestly, I'm pretty obsessed with the Saints bet too. All right. Interesting. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to take it back to the NFC North. I think the Vikings are going to lock in the division with a season total over of eight and a half at minus 116. I think that after watching last season, obviously there wasn't a good playoff showing uh, against the Giants. That, that wasn't impressive by any means. However, I do think that Kirk Cousins is finally hitting his stride. Even without Dalvin Cook, I still think they're going to be a powerhouse. Justin Jefferson obviously isn't going anywhere. I'm taking the Vikings for the NFC North. We do love the Vikings in the NFC North. And the thing is, last year was such a fluke with all those close games. But if you if you give half of those to the other team, I think they won 12 or 13 games, you're still looking at nine wins. That division's not good. Justin Fields is not the guy yet. And I mean, if we're going to start betting on Detroit Lions and Jared Goff, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, so I, I have no idea what we're doing. Green Bay with essentially a rookie quarterback. Um, it's it's experience for me. So I actually I'd love to disagree here for the sake of a little bit of back and forth. But I'm all over the Vikings. All right. Running to number six. We can't talk about the NFL without talking about the Miami Dolphins. They made a lot of moves in the offseason. They're going to be a powerhouse this season. I have no doubt about that. Even with Jalen Ramsey not at full health, and who knows what's going to happen with Tua, I still think this is going to be an incredibly powerful team. I'm taking Miami as the AFC East Division winner over the Bills wow. at plus 300. Really think that that's, that's going to play out, especially with the Bills maybe not being on top of it, on top of it this season. We'll see how the Dolphins do in the first couple of games, but I really think that they're going to hit their stride, get into a groove, um, and we're going to see this team do some really incredible things. I'm moving on to number five with the return of Sean Payton. I am no fan of Russell Wilson. I do not think he's going to get it back this season. However, I do think that they do have some very strong weapons in their offense. Their defense is going to be really good. That being said, I still don't think they're going to make much movement. I'm taking the Broncos regular season wins under eight and a half games at minus 114. Yeah, Russell sucks, doesn't he? Um, I saw a really funny tweet last season after he blew probably the fifth consecutive game. Uh, and he, he tweeted something and it was like, uh, you know, I just got to I just got to stay the, the track and follow God's plan. And someone responded <laughs> and or no, follow Jesus's plan. And someone responded and said, leave Jesus out of this. He's been through enough. Um, <laughs> very funny. But that's just kind of the thing. Like he, he's, he's a very bizarre guy because he's all about his image and he takes accountability in a weird way. But he never seen it never seems to really like affect him when he sucks. Uh, yeah. And so I don't know if that's going to work with Sean Payton. That's going to be a real interesting dichotomy over there in Denver. Um, yeah. Well, well, I think with the uh, I think with the preseason they were seeing that they were running the ball a lot more, taking a little bit of pressure off of Russell. He's thinned out a lot. Um, I'm really curious to see what the management team at the Broncos decides to do after this season. Is it Sean Payton's team? Or is it Russell Wilson's team? We'll see. It's certainly not Russell Wilson's team. I'll tell you that much <laughs> right now. It's not going to be. So he's gone. He's out the window. He could throw for 5,000 yards and they might not 
they might not cover this line. Um, I mean, that, that division is treacherous, especially with my Raiders, who they will lose two games to. So, uh, and and I, the, let's not forget about the other team in this division, right? Because I've got the Los Angeles Chargers winning the AFC conference at plus 1,100. I think this, I think this is the year for Eckler and Herbert and the boys. Um, it, you know, they're, they've been right there. Uh, a few times and they haven't quite been able to get over the hump. I think this is the year that that Herbert settles in and asserts his dominance as a top 10 quarterback. And, uh, you know, anything can happen in the playoffs. So um, to, to, again, kind of go back to one of your takes, I think the Chiefs time is up. I'm going to be rooting for the Bills, but I don't love them. That leaves a wide open hole in the AFC. And I think the Los Angeles Chargers have what it takes to fill it. Give me the Chargers. To win the AFC plus 1100. Interesting. Interesting. Definitely a hard division. I wouldn't put it past Herbert. He's a stud. I was surprised. Well, not great all that hair. surprised, but great, great hair. Great flow. I'm, great I'm interested to see how Eckler does. I hope he can stay healthy this year. I think that this is going to be a really interesting year for running backs in general. Um, I'd love to see the Chargers take it all the way. That'd be great, but yeah, we'll we'll see how it pans out. Only time will tell, Ashley. Hit us with your, what are you at, top three, top four? Where are we here? I'm taking it back to the NFC South with my number four pick. I think the NFC South is wide open this year. As a resident Bucks fan, being from Tampa Bay, I'm not counting on my Bucks this year. I've got, I've got some future picks for them that I'll share in a bit, but... I think the NFC South is wide open for the taking. I think that the Saints, to your earlier point, have a good chance. However, I don't think it's a lock. I actually am going to hammer in the Panthers winning the division at plus 300. I think that with a lot of rookie QBs entering the league in the past couple of years, we've seen some early success. I'm not putting it past Bryce Young to do some great things. A lot of teams in the NFC have the easiest schedule. Saints have an easy schedule. Bucks have the fifth easiest schedule in the NFL. And I think the Panthers could potentially come out on top this year. We love the way that sounds. I mean, that's a division that I'm looking at and I'm just like, uh, guess take the points in literally every game. Cause I, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. It's like, if you're going to give me points um, with the Bucks, with the Panthers, with the Falcons in games that they're playing each other, I'm taking the points every time. Those yeah. divisional games may collectively be decided by 25 points. Uh, they're yeah. going to be barn burners throughout the season. And if you get lucky and you got a field goal kicker uh, or a quarterback that can make the play, which uh, Young has proven that he can do, plus putting on 15, 20 pounds of muscle can't hurt. I, I like the Panthers. Um, personally, I, I pounded the Falcons in my fantasy uh, roster. Really? I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of Falcons. Um, so I'm hoping that they, that, that offense can kind of get it together this year. And that that's honestly, I think where the Panthers could come into a, a bit of a buzzsaw is if that Ritter style offense starts firing with Pitts uh, and a few of the other boys that they have there at skill positions, they can take the top off the defense. They can open up the field uh, and Ritter can scramble. So um, Falcons could be the problem there, but for me, it's Falcons or Panthers. You went Panthers. Uh, flip a coin on that one. I go I'm going to go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I have zero faith in the Falcons this year. I It might wow. be 
Yeah, it might be the impression that I got from Marcus Mariota's his poor attitude in quarterbacks on Netflix, but the Falcons are the one team that I don't know if they're going to be able to hold a candle. I think it's going to be a shootout between the Panthers, the Bucks, and the Saints. Curious to see what Derek Carr does. Very curious to see what Baker Mayfield does. I have faith in Bryce Young. Don't have much faith in the Falcons. But okay. we'll see. Okay. This is going to be That's one to fair. track. One to track for Betsy's. One to track. Uh, Betsy's track alert. Play the alert <laughs> noise, Mike. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I've got <laughs> my top three all go together. And honestly, I'm thinking about parlaying them because I might have found a loophole in the system. You can parlay these and they all go together. So you might as well. Division to win the Super Bowl, NFC East. In this scenario, you also get Dallas, who's solid, and find the Giants and the Redskins. Probably not going to happen. But you get the Eagles and you get Dallas, right? NFC Conference winner, Philadelphia Eagles. That's plus 350. And to piggyback off of that and my first few of a Jalen Hurts MVP season and an A.J. Brown most receiving yards. Give me the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, plus 800. I'll take it all day. They were right there. I don't think the Chiefs come back. I think that's the only team in the NFL that could have beaten this Eagles team. They didn't lose a ton of guys. They're going to they're gonna feel kind of uh, the weight of some of those defensive players moving on and retiring, but those roles – should easily get filled, and this offense is so explosive that they can win a game 45-42 every single time and not have much of an issue doing so. I really like the Eagles here. Obviously, if you're going to win the Super Bowl, you have to win the conference, and if you're going to win the conference and you're going to win the Super Bowl, that means that your division won it. So all those three bats go together. Um, Just to recap there, it's – Division winner, NFC East, conference winner, Eagles, Super Bowl winner, Eagles. And it's all plus money. It's all plus big money. I got a lot of chips in the Eagles bandwagon. Let's go, Birds. I'm not I'm not opposed to the Eagles taking the Super Bowl. I personally think it's going to be the Bengals taking the Super Bowl. I have that jumping Joey up to Joey Benzi. Joey Benzi. Wow. I love Joe Burrow. Love Joe Burrow. Um, Jamar Chase. I really think that this team – can take it all the way this year. I think that the Eagles had an incredible run last year. I'm not doubting their talent at all. I've got Jalen Hurts as my fantasy QB in a couple of leagues. However, I do think it's going to be difficult for a young team to take it to -to back-to-back Super Bowls and win. I think this is the Bengals' year. I think it's Joe Burrow's year. And when sports has a great category for all of us girlies out there, the Zodiac sign of the quarterback that is going to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm taking Joey B as the Sagittarius plus 550, hammering that in. I actually uh, hammered in the Bengals winning the Super Bowl at plus 1,100. Since then, in the last week, they've dropped to plus 800. I'm liking those odds. Hmm? Yeah, so I'm really hoping Joey Wait, what is the Sagittarius? December? Uh, yeah. I don't even know. I know, I know, like half the zodiac signs by heart. I think, I think that's December. I'm pretty positive that's December. I think it's he, December. Which he gives means off, you're, you're, he gives off December energy. 
Yeah. You're right in the mix there with your birthday and the playoffs and, you know, a lot of things happening. I think it's that December to January vibe. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Not yeah. positive about that. Love the Sagittarius bet, though. That's that's yeah. electric. I'm going to have to, as an Aries, I'm going to have to fire. I don't even know if there are any Aries quarterbacks, but you, you got to, <laughs> you got to fire on, you got to fire on your, your uh, sign winning the Super Bowl. You have to. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm liking the Bengals for a Super Bowl win. I'm really, really hoping Joe Burrow stays healthy um, throughout the remainder of the season. Uh, That's my number two pick. I'm going to jump down to number three, which is that I think that the Ravens are going to have a slow start, but a strong finish. And I'm going to watch this this season on my live alerts. So last year, if we all remember, the Ravens would be a really strong team in the first half be going into the um, into the halftime with a very strong lead and blow it in the third and fourth quarter. I think this year it's going to be the opposite. They're coming off of a couple of injuries. They're co- coming off of Lamar potentially wanting to leave, him finally getting that deal, and the Ravens going all in on getting him all the weapons that he needs. So I think that they're going to take a couple of weeks to get it together, and I think that there's going to be a shift. Instead of the Ravens, having a comfortable lead in the first half, I think it's going to be a little bit slow. And I'm going to watch the money line going into the second half when they are down, hammering the Ravens money line once they get momentum back. And I'm really liking OBJ's uh, odds for the second half of the year. So with that, I'm taking Ravens regular season wins. I'm taking the under at 10 and a half games, but I think that this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think that their offensive weapons are going to be really good to add to um, player parlays. And I've got my eye on this team this year for sure. The AFC is no joke. I don't think it's going to be easy. I don't think they've got what it takes to be a Super Bowl contender, but I think they're definitely going to be a force in the AFC this year. You got to watch out for OBJ. He's back and uh, he's looking like he's pretty fucking good. So uh, the Ravens are always one one to watch, and I love the idea of a live alert, um, which we are going to get into shortly. But you got to round us out here with your favorite pick. So what is it? The number one futures bet of the 2023-24 NFL football season from one Ashley Brent. Guys, I am betting along the Baker curve this season. I am taking the Bucks season over at winning at least seven games at – Plus 131. I'm paying attention to what mm-hmm. he's doing in week one. I'm seeing where he falls in the Baker curve. I'm taking it week by week at that rate. But let's not forget, this is a Super Bowl caliber team, even though they've lost a lot of talent. They still have a really strong core team. Baker Mayfield, it could be worse. We could have thought that we had our starting quarterback in Kyle Trask. I'm glad that, that is not the case. So I'm hoping on a wish and a prayer. I'm taking the Bucks season over. And I'm betting on Baker. Hey, Bay, Bay. Hey, Bay, Bay. We love to see it. Uh, let's just hope that he can keep the head, the headbutts to a minimum there. Uh, you don't want your quarterback concussed via his own fruition. Um, that's going to do it. That's going to do it for first and Pren. Um, keep tracking our bets. You know, I'm heavy on the Eagles. It sounds like um, Ashley's big on the Ravens and the Bucks. Uh, you know, a couple teams people probably weren't looking at. So, Uh, Make sure you track us, and that's going to lead us directly into our next segment. Now, typically, this is where we will review our picks 
from the previous week. But since we don't have any picks to review, we're just going to give you some picks. These are the picks that will be tracked. These are week-to-week picks that will be tracked. We will keep a record. It will pop up on the bottom of the screen. These are all going to be one-unit bets. So if uh, those of you that are new to gambling, not super familiar, let's just say your unit is 10 bucks. Um, you bet you put 10 bucks on all of these. If it's minus 115, that means you're winning a little less than 10. If it's plus 227, like I have in one of mine, that means you'd win 27. So at the end of this season, we'll count up all our units. We'll see what we're down or what we're up. I can guarantee I'm going to be up. Actually, I don't know how you're feeling, but I feel like I'm already off to a fucking great start. Uh, and I'm ready to hop right into it. I feel incredible about my bets. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to good about my, my picks for the week. I think I'm taking my lucky chains out and I think we just hop right into this. I'm going to get us started here. I want the Detroit Lions team total over 23 and a half points at minus 115 on the season opener tomorrow night, Thursday night football against a lowly Chiefs defense. It's going to be a big scoring game. I don't think the Chiefs are going to come out too hot. Uh, although I talked a little shit about this Detroit team. I do think they have explosive play capability, and they've got an absolute stud running between the tackles. Plus, they go for it on fourth time every single time. Um, so uh, it's bound to work out eventually. Give me the Detroit Lions, 24 or more points, team total minus 115, and cash that ticket right now. Ashley, what do you got? You know, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm going to double down on that. I'm going to do a yes. three-way parlay. I'm taking the Lions over. I'm taking a Pacheco anytime TD and a Marvin Jones anytime TD for plus 673. I know it's up there, but I'm taking it. Oh, my God. You know I'm tailing. You know I'm tailing. I, <laughs> I feel really no good about that bet. I feel really good about that bet. I think it's going to be a really good season for both uh, Pacheco and Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is back on the Lions. For whatever reason, people have faith in Jared Goff. So let's see what he can do. I absolutely love it. And I'm going to tail not only that parlay, but just the concept of a parlay in and of itself. This is a week one parlay. Uh, a lot of people out here in this great state of Massachusetts aren't going to like this, but I'm going double money line. I think the Steelers as underdogs get a W. And I like the Eagles as favorites blowing the Patriots out. I know I took the, the wow. Pats over wins, but they're notoriously trash in the beginning of the season. The Eagles have a big bone to pick with the way that Super Bowl went down. I love the Steelers. I love the Eagles. It's a money line parlay. It's going to get you to plus 227, and I could not be more confident in this parlay. Back to you. Interesting. Interesting take with the Steelers. I, I think the Eagles will hit. I'm confident in the Eagles. I don't know how I feel about the Steelers this year. I'm, I have faith in Mike Tomlin as season over season, but I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one to track. I am taking another three-way parlay between three different games. I'm taking the Niners money line, Panthers money line, Bengals money line, plus 662, hammering that in. I think that's a shoe We are. You're making me, you're making me look like a pussy. <laughs> well, something something that will become, become a parlays just rattling them off. I love it. Now, well, I don't yeah. even want to say my next bet, but I'm going to do I it. I go anyway. big and bold. 
since when did I become such a fucking loser? <laughs> uh, I got the Las Vegas Raiders with my final tracked pick. I got the Las Vegas Raiders plus three and a half at minus 110. It's vanilla ice cream. But you want to know what? A win's a win, and I'll take it. There's no way the Raiders lose this game. I just took the points as a cushion. Uh, I've also teased them up in a few big bets. But you're going to give me the points. I'll take the points plus three and a half, barring some miracle, stupid lateral play. They win this game. Uh, So I love the Raiders plus three and a half at minus 110. All right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I'm going a little bigger with my last pick. Piggybacking I can only off imagine. Your... <laughs> Get us to a thousand. Piggybacking off of your uh, Chargers take earlier, I'm taking the Chargers money line against the Dolphins. Austin Eckler anytime T- TD. Tyreek anytime TD. Chargers total points over at plus 485. Mm, I think that's, that's going to be a shootout line. of a game. Shootout of a game. I think it's going to be a tone setter for both teams going into this season. And I like these odds. So, Yeah, what I like what you did there is you kind of linked them all together. It's like Eckler's going to score and Tyreek's going to score. If the Chargers win, they're going to have to score points, which also means that both those guys are going to score. So it's like they all kind of go together in a symbiotic sense. Yeah. Um, well, those are our track bets for week one. Um, so let us know if you tailed them, if you didn't, then I don't want to hang out with you, uh, ever. And I hope you have a bad day <laughs> moving on. Now, this is one of my all time favorite segments and it's never been done before. So that's a bold move, but we talked about it a little bit in the opening. Um, I've come across a lot of people in my life that pretend to like football and they struggle through it on Sunday. And you want to know what you're really just taken away from the event. So I decided to save you a lot of time uh, and your boyfriend or love interest, uh, whoever that is, a lot of agony. And I'm just going to give people some cliff notes, okay? I'm going to give you some cliff notes on some things that you can say in a text or some things that you could say kind of randomly in a first date situation to get these boys or girls thinking that you know what you're talking about, right? Uh, and in this segment doesn't have a name yet, uh, but we're working on that. So as of now, this is your cheat sheet. Okay. Your game script. All right. Your cliff notes of how to engage with a bro without having to watch football. Okay. So I'm just going to start here. This one's pretty simple. We don't want to get people going too crazy right now. This one's pretty simple. Here you go. You think the Chiefs have enough to run it back this year? Then there'll be a response. Then you say, yeah, Mahomes is nasty, but his brother Jackson is a complete dork. All right? Everybody (laughs) say it with me. (laughs) Yeah, Mahomes is nasty, but his brother Jackson's a complete dork. Right? This A says you know who won the Super Bowl. B says you know that Patrick Mahomes is good at football. And C keeps you in the mix knowing because no one likes Jackson Mahomes that he's a dork, right? So that's actually a threefer. I know it seems simple, but I'm just saying we're trying to snowball this thing. We're trying to get the ball moving, right? So let's not do, you know, heavy squats on day one and not go to the gym for another month, right? Let's ease into this thing. Um, Ashley, you got any quick notes for us? Bonus points if you can pull up a Jackson Mahomes TikTok. Yeah, have that cute. 
have that cute have that link queued up if this is a text or a tinder conversation have that link queued up (laughs) uh this is probably more dating app talk wouldn't recommend it uh in a family dinner setting but i guess you make your own judgment here um it goes a little something like this i like the jets this year Rogers showed up at training camp dressed like Nick Cage from Con Air, and I nearly started flicking my bean. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, and again, it lets you know, lets them know that you know about football and about cool movies. Um, so that's another double whammy. Thank me later. Throw that in a Tinder message. See if you don't get a response. Uh, I'm actually going to borderline guarantee it. So there's a second that I would say that that will definitely get a response at a dating app. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Uh, probably the response is going to be, Oh, that's interesting because I'm dressed like Nick Cage from Con Air right now um, <laughs> is likely the response you're going to get there. Um, and then this one, again, this seems really simple, but I feel like it's just sometimes the simplest is the better. If you fire this off, like now this is a situation Maybe you're dating a guy. You're trying to take it out of the friend zone. Well, out of the out of the friends with benefits zone into the relationship zone. You want to prove maybe to him that you're you know you're 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 worth the investment um, in in a full relationship. And so you hit him with this. I'm going to guarantee you there's going to be a girlfriend proposal on the table at some point in the near future. And all you got to say, and this is so great, you can say it right now. Throw it in a text right now. Let me know what your favorite parlay for week one is so I can tail. Don, honestly, get him a change of underpants too because he's going to need it. <laughs> um, so at that point, you pretty much are the girlfriend and then you're going to want to come back and listen to these each week so he doesn't figure out that you're a fraud. I love it. All right, Ashley. How about give me a cheat sheet for people for week one? What can they say? What can they do? Ladies, you're watching the game with your guy. You want to hit him with a funny one-liner to feel like you're a part of the crowd. If you're watching the Rams game, just jump in there with, wow, really looks like Aaron Donald's neck grew another inch in diameter this offseason. Instant laughs. You'll have him right there. Instant. Instant. Instantaneous. <laughs> All right. Well, boy. he is a big boy. That's fair. Boy. And it's it's a tree trunk. It's a tree trunk. Um mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to power right through here. We're going to go to my favorite form uh, of betting. This is kind of what I do the most of. This is how I gamble regularly. So we're going to throw ourselves right into live alert. I got to get an air horn for that too. <laughs> Um, now let me explain what live alert is exactly. Okay. This is, uh, where I've found the most success through college and, uh, NFL gambling. And what I like to do is I like to kind of figure out games that the line looks good, but is likely going to shift early in the game. And then I like to put those on my live alert list. Right. So for instance, Detroit Thursday night, currently getting five. Very likely, Kansas City marches down the field, scores an early touchdown. At that point, that Detroit line is going to shoot up to probably 10.5. So on my live alert line, I've got Detroit 
plus nine or more at any point in the game. Now, typically you want to wait maybe after the first quarter to see where things are. But if you're as confident as I am in this number, you take them immediately. So my first live alert pick is Detroit plus nine or more. Ashley, got any live alerts for us? I love that. I think that's going to be the game of the weekend, even though it's Thursday night to watch. So I love that live alert. I am the opposite of Devin when it comes to live alert bets. It is not something that I typically do. I'm a big parlay galley going into the weekend. However, I'm just going to go with my gut on these live alerts and bet against teams when they're losing that I really don't like. Yeah. For week one. I am rooting. <laughs> I, I am rooting against the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys. I don't think Dak Prescott has what it takes at all. I think their coach is a fraud. I don't like them. So if the Giants are going into the second half with some momentum, if they're going into the second half uh, leading, if the Cowboys are not looking alive, or if an announcer at any point says something about Dak Prescott not staying with the Cowboys, I'm hammering the Giants money line. Mm -hmm. In the spirit of live alert, that's exactly what we're looking for. Oh, yeah. uh, now I'm going to throw it back here because here's what's funny. We don't show each other these picks before we get going. No. I've got mine written right here. Dallas plus money on the money line in my live alert. Wow. As soon as it climbs – I, I do believe that they will start slow. As soon as it climbs to plus money, I'm going to pound Dallas. Uh, All right, so that's one to watch. They're minus 170 on the money line right now. That line's been very volatile. It's shifting all over the place. I think the Giants could score early. I think the Giants could be up at halftime. I think you might be able to get Dallas plus 140, plus 150 at some point in this game. And if it gets there, I'm taking Dallas. Right. Now, with that same sentiment, this is a team that you actually agree with me on. I think they're going to start slow, but I do see them keeping the game close. If I can get Miami plus nine or more, I am absolutely all over it. I don't hate absolutely that. I really like that. I really like that. I think it's going to be a really good game. I just, it's hard to have faith in Tua after watching what they put him through last season. 100%, but we're going to see exactly what he's all about. And the thing yeah. is, this is going to be a game where points get scored in bunches. It won't surprise me if one team scores three times consecutively. And if that isn't Miami, that line is going to shoot to probably plus 11 or 11, uh, plus 12 at some point. And I will absolutely pound it because this will be a one-score finish one way or the other. I like it. I like that. That's going to do it for Live Alert. I believe, actually, this next segment – has been brought to you by us. It's trending on TikTok. I'm talking about girl dinner. What is this? What is this segment? What is it that we're doing here? If you guys haven't kept up with the TikTok trend or you don't know what a girl dinner is, it's whatever the hell you want it to be. A girl's dinner means it doesn't have to make sense. You just have to like it. You just have to eat it. Think about mac and cheese in a wine glass with a dino nugget as a little uh, garnish. Accoutrement. Yeah, garnish, garnish. And that's what we're going with with girl dinner bet of the week. Doesn't have to make sense. You just have to like it. So I, I am. down with that. 
yeah, yeah. And you know, if it hits, it hits. So I'm going with the, um, I'm, I'm taking a look at the Jets-Bills game. And I'm going to have some fun with this one because we have brother rivalry in this oh game. So I'm taking the Jets money line, James Cook anytime TD, Garrett Wilson anytime TD for plus 14-11. Put your mortgage on it and then go buy a mansion. Uh, girl dinner, first girl dinner bet of the week. If you don't tell that, you're absolutely nuts. I thought I went like wild with this too. And I'm, I mean, this is again, I pale in comparison. I've got a four team six point teaser uh, wow. Steelers, Dolphins, Raiders, Lions, right? Two of them are on my live alert. I'm going to get them in this at that number. I've got the Raiders straight up in my track picks at plus three and a five, three and a half. And I've got Pittsburgh money line in one of those parlays. So I'm taking kind of all my bets that I really like from this week and I'm throwing them in a teaser as a little bit of cushion. Now, this isn't going to be 1141, but it is going to get you plus 250 on your Sunday and it'll get you action in a lot of games. So again, that is a four team, six point teaser, Pittsburgh. Miami, Las Vegas, and Detroit. And that's my girl dinner bet of the week. I love it. I love it. It's eclectic. There's a lot going on. Embodies everything that a girl dinner embodies. The only thing left in the cabinet was teasers. Okay? And it was, it was underdogs and teasers. And that was all that was in there. So that's what I threw together. Well, just like that, the conclusion of episode one of Betsy's. But we've got a lot to recap here. Okay? Here at Betsy's, we're going to be using a $100 unit. So you'll be able to track our profitability or our non-profitability throughout the season. But I can guarantee you, we will be in the black when this thing comes to an end. And I think we're going to start off on the right foot. So to get things started, I'm going to let you know about my tracked bets, my three favorite NFL bets for week one. And we are starting with the team total of the Detroit Lions at over 23 and a half minus 115. We're floating right into a two-team money line parlay, and that is Steelers and Eagles at plus 227 on the money line parlay. And we are finishing it out with my Las Vegas Raiders because they're getting three and a half, and I am all over it at minus 110. Now, when I started this situation, Never in a million years did I think that I would be the conservative one on the Betsy's podcast, but it turns out that is exactly what I am because I may have never seen a higher collective total in parlay profitability potential than I just saw on this goddamn podcast. Ashley, recap the bets and let them know exactly how long these odds are. For week one, I've got the Chiefs versus Lions over. Pacheco anytime TD, Marvin Jones Jr. anytime TV at plus 673. We've got a three-game parlay with the Niners, Panthers, Bengals at plus 662. And we've got the Chargers money line, Eckler anytime TD, Tyreek anytime TD, Chargers total points over at plus 485. God damn the lowest is a 485. God, <laughs> it must be nice. Well, that's going to do it for episode one. This has been Betsy's. I've been Devin Walker. And I'm Ashley Friend. And you all are wonderful. We'll see you next time, baby. Let's go.